Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Would you like to take my hand and go around the league with me? I would love it. All right. Let's go around the league. It's time to go around the league. Now, some might say, but there's no football. Well, there were no games. There's a big game coming up on Sunday, and there's always football news. If you did not hear, if you are not paying attention, we will bring you up to date on the latest of everything going on in the NFL. Uh, Devontae Adams was asked about Aaron Rodgers' possible ending up in, uh, in Las Vegas and said, quote, I would love that. Josh Jacobs also said he would change the situation in Vegas, Jacobs, of course, a free agent to be. You want to hear from Devontae Adams? Uh, not really, but I guess we'll have to. Let's take a listen. Would I be interested in having Aaron Rodgers throw to me? Yes. Uh, yes, I would. I would love that. The the trolling, you know, I'm first team all trolls, so don't don't take none of that too serious. But uh, I would love to have that. Obviously, that that'd be a dream scenario, one that I've, I'm I'm very familiar with. But anything you've seen on Twitter, that's not a tale of anything. That's just that's just wishful thinking and messing around a little bit. Oh, he wants it so bad though. He's all, I mean, he already has a Taco Bell at his house. I mean, does he? What else does he need? <laughs> his own private Taco Bell. Right. What else does this man need? Yeah, he, he wants the quarterback. No, we need the quarterback. You guys are fine. You're going to be so disheartened if, if he doesn't wind up on the Jets. Well, did you hear the other report? So the report I read was that it's Aaron Rodgers or potentially, if that doesn't work out, Jimmy Garoppolo. Derek Carr is not, is not did, viewed as their guy. I did see that, uh, and I don't think that's a horrible thing because I don't know that Derek Carr is built for New York. And certainly I, I saw some of his stats in cold weather. He's not good in cold weather. No. No, he's played, he's played in one playoff game. And he's not good in cold weather at all. But that's, listen, Garoppolo's fine. Garoppolo's a nice quarterback. You can win games with Garoppolo. You're, you're, not, you're not winding up in the AFC Championship game with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, Garoppolo, good. Rodgers, great. You be good. You have the chance to be great. Go get great. Go get great. But I also think, I mean, you've seen Jimmy Garoppolo play in a Super Bowl and in another NFC Championship game. So he can do it. But are the pieces around him good enough? And can he stay healthy to do it? Uh, those are big questions. Right. Those are big questions. The Arizona Cardinals have been formed several head coaching candidates. They're out of the running, sources told uh, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler yesterday, leaving Steelers assistant coach Brian Flores, Ugh. Giants offensive coordinator Mike Kafka, and Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo, Anarumo, however you say his name, as the three known finalists, Arizona defensive coordinator Vance Joseph is among the candidates informed. And as of now, the team has not let him out of his contract to pursue other coordinator opportunities. I, I don't care who it is. I just hope to God it's not Kafka. Could I say something if, yeah. I had some, if I had some advice? If Mike Kafka is listening to our show, because you just heard Nick Friedle listens. There's a lot of people who listen to the show. I would tell Mike, listen, 
you got exactly what you were hoping to achieve in this whole coaching cycle. Tons of interest, and now you're a finalist for an NFL job. Say no. Take your hat out of the ring now. You're a finalist. Yes. You don't want this job. I like how you're thinking. Come back. And Arizona is not exactly the the most plum of landing spots. That's what I'm saying. Right. And if you have another good year with Daniel Jones and a revamped offense, you don't think there will be a lot of teams knocking down your door next year? Well, you'll be at the top of the list next season. Yeah, you would. Young offensive mind. I mean, it's exactly what teams want around the NFL. Well, listen, young offensive mind. So clearly, and he's clearly good at the whole interview process because this is his first real kick at the can as far as the head coaching cycle is concerned. And he's a finalist for one of these jobs. So other teams see this. Now, everyone wants what someone else has or thinks they thinks they have. So if Arizona wanted him, go back, have another great season with Daniel Jones. You're going to add you know all sorts of weapons, and then this next coaching cycle. Get a better job. Don't don't tie yourself into Kyla Murray in that mess. Yeah, I, I would think you could do better. You have one good year, and you'll you'll be the the hot name around the league. You don't want to settle for Arizona. Arizona can be a disaster of a situation. Yeah, man. I mean, I would want my first job to be a a really good job, especially when you're getting paid good money. Maybe they up his salary to keep him. Oh, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. And it sounds like uh, sounds like Schottenheimer's a final. Uh, not Schottenheimer. Um, Martindale's a finalist for Indianapolis. No, no, no. There's a Schottenheimer that got hired. Well, not by me. Ha, not Raymond. by my team. Ah, Raymond. We'll get there. We'll get that story <laughs> five on my list. <laughs> Tom Brady agreed to a 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox back in May, if you recall. Uh, he's expecting to pursue his broadcasting career in 2023. He will not be a part of the Super Bowl broadcast, which was a big question by many when he announced his retirement last week. Yeah, they can't do that. It'd be a bad look for them. They could have him. You could have him him do something. Yeah, they could have him do something. But I mean, I think there's a lot of people that like Greg Olson. I think Greg Olson is is excellent. I think he does a good job, and it would be. Listen, I mean, the guy's earned the right to do. He's had a really good season, and everyone knows he's out next season. Like, let him have the Super Bowl, and let Tom enjoy retirement for a second. It kind of sucks, doesn't it? If you're Greg Olson, you're 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 on the number one team. Everyone thinks you do a really good job. You do, in fact, do a really good job. You're getting the Super Bowl, and the next year you'll be on the number two team. Yeah, but, I mean, I think you've already you've already shown people how good you can be and that people actually like you, which is the most important thing. So if there is another you know, number one seat job that opens up, he'll be at the top of the list. Um, according to various reports, star wideout T. Higgins could be traded for a top draft pick if the Bengals cannot reach an extension with him. It's been reported the money he's asking for is, quote, outrageous. Higgins is entering the final year of his rookie deal and went over 1,000 yards in back-to-back seasons. All right, so let me give you a scenario. 25th pick, pay the man his money for T. Higgins. Would you do it if you're the Giants? Um. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you're talking about if he's saying it's as- – if they're saying it's astronomical, that means he wants top-of-the-market money. Outrageous. So Tyreek Hill makes, on average, $30 million bucks a year. Now you can't do that. So you just answered your own question. Then. Well, yeah, I think that's obvious. I can't, I can't pay T. Higgins, who I think is good. But here's the thing I'd say as well. Are the Giants one piece away from big things? No, but I would also say, too, has, has T. Higgins really – I mean, he's great. Don't get me wrong. But he has he shown you – or has he had the ability to show you that he is a legitimate number one wide receiver yet? Uh, I, I don't think so. You know what I'd like, like to do? Maybe RJ could quickly do this exercise because Jamar Chase has missed some time what T. Higgins did in those games that Jamar Chase was out. Like, Chase missed, what, three or four or five games this year with the hip injury. 
What, what were Higgins' numbers this season when, when he was, in fact, out? Well, that's easy to do. Just tell me the weeks that Jamar Chase Well, I don't, I don't have that. Well, first of all, I'm trying to do a show live here. You know, I can't just a sit multitask, here. multitask, all right? Multitask. And so, and so quickly tell you exactly what weeks he missed and then pay attention to the show. Because I know what would happen with you guys. You go after me. So yeah, someone tell me which weeks and I'll tell you which. Well, RJ's going to look it up. You Focus with me. Keep your eyes on me. Okay, but that would be the thing I would say to him. Is that he hasn't had the chance yet. It's not his fault they drafted Jamar Chase. But Jamar Chase on that team is their number one option. Like when they paid Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill already established himself as the number one guy. Devontae Adams. Established himself as the go-to number one guy. Yes. Right? So, I mean, it, it would be it would be a little bit of a risk to pay him I'm, to guarantee I'm not all doing that money. It. Uh, you need too much. I mean, listen, I love T. Higgins. I'd love to get him. I can't. Outrageous money is not something that sounds all that enticing to me as a Giants fan. Because, again, the, they're not a piece away. They, are new, they need help everywhere. At receiver, offensive line, linebacker secondary, so now I'm going to say to all those other options, no, I'm not going to go after you because I'm going to get T. Higgins. If The Buffalo Bills were very close, very close, and Stephon Diggs almost put them over the top. The Giants are not there. They're not that close where T. Higgins puts them over the top. No, but I think you put a, I think you put a, I think you put a value, whatever that value is for you as a team, on what a receiver like that could do for your quarterback. How much better your quarterback could be? Because you saw how much better Jalen Hurts is with AJ Brown, and how much better Tua is with Tyreek Hill, right? Like that's—I mean—that's why these teams. And I think he'd make it better. But here's the question: Would you rather have? And I—I mean, listen, you go quickly. It translates quickly from college to the NFL level and play at the next level, right? Would you rather have a guy who you control for for five years, who you're paying very little money to? Who's unknown, but it translates quickly, or would you rather have T. Higgins? No, I think I, for the amount of money he's asking for, I would I would probably say I would take my chances with the draft. Yeah, I, I agree. RJ, because he's such a professional, has broken down the numbers with no Jamar Chase. What are the T. Higgins numbers with no Jamar Chase, RJ? All right, so he missed a four-game stretch, he being Jamar Chase. From Halloween, basically missed November. In those four games, for T. Higgins, 26 catches, 371 yards, and two touchdowns. That's good. He had a couple big games. Game at Pitt, he went for 9 and 148. Game at Tennessee, he went for 7 and 114 and a touchdown. So that's good. Good numbers. Listen, you could do a lot worse than adding T. Higgins. I don't know if adding him at $25 million a year is money appropriately spent. No, but I also think, too, here's the other thing I would say to that, too, is that when you spend that amount of money on a wide receiver, like A.J. Brown is awesome, but he also benefits for having Devontae Smith. Tyreek Hill is awesome. He also benefits by having Jalen Waddle. Like, it's T. Higgins and who? Wondell Robinson? Uh, Yeah. That, Robinson or Isaiah Hodgins, or they'll probably draft another receiver. Well, that's, yes. not Devon, that's not Devontae Smith or certainly not. Jalen Waddle. Certainly Waddell. not. You could also look at, at A.J. Brown as the finishing piece to a great team, right? Yeah, but I think it's also the piece to try to get the most out of your quarterback. So if you're paying Daniel Jones $33 bucks a year, you want him to be playing at a high level. Of course, but are, isn't there more than one way to get a lot out of Daniel Jones would be my, my point. Uh yeah, but I think it would help to have. I mean, maybe this isn't the year to. Maybe what you're saying is this is not the year to do it. You find a really good receiver in the draft, and then maybe it's more palatable, you know, next off season to I do mean, it. I don't know that this is the answer either. But do you go Beckham and and draft twenty five a receiver? 
Like now, all of a sudden, it's, it looks a lot different from uh, from last year to this year. Yeah, I think it depends on what Beckham's looking for, too, though. I, I agree, but I'm just saying I don't think it's T. Higgins or Bust. I think there are different options. Well, because T. Higgins is going to be it's going to be draft. It, you're going to have to give up draft picks, and you're going to have to pay him a boatload of money. Yeah, so that's a lot. Uh, Brian Schottenheimer, uh, Raymond, is for you. Uh, is the new OC of the Cowboys? News comes a week after uh, Kellen Moore and the Cowboys agreed to part ways after four years. Cowboys finally uh, and initially hired Schottenheimer 49 as a consultant before last season. Before that, he worked as the Jaguars' uh, passing game coordinator under Urban Meyer. Did a great job there in 2021. <laughs> uh, previous has worked for the Seahawks, Colts, and the Jets, among other stops. Earlier this month, owner and GM Jerry Jones announced that Mike McCarthy would take over play-calling duties next season. Ooh. Yay! Ooh. That has I to move the that. needle for you, though, Raymond. No, no, no. L- literally, it's it's the most uninspiring, unimaginative thing they could have done. <laughs> really? So, no, yeah. <laughs> Brian Schottenheimer. Yeah, let's get excited about it, him. Uh, honestly, know. it's it, it's all on Mike McCarthy. Yeah, exa- ex- gonna, exactly. Exactly. It's fall it, on, it on Schottenheimer's shoulders. He's not going to be calling the plays. I mean, he will have to design the offense. But like the key thing is, you said McCarthy's going to call the plays now, and he struggles with managing the game without having to deal with that. So, should be fun. It should be great. Did you see Raymond's tweet uh, upon the news yesterday, Rick? I see all Raymond's tweets. Uh, I believe it was a three-word tweet, which said, kill me now. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm watching the old ground-and-pound Jets highlights to get myself excited. Get yourself fired up, buddy. Come on, let's go. I mean, go. That, that's what you want, an old, worn-down Ezekiel Elliott getting the ball on first and second down. I mean, that's kind of what was happening anyway, so whatever. But, yeah. You don't sound so happy. No, this no. Should narrow the gap between I don't. And the Eagles. This should probably oh, yeah. The the, 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 this is the all-in that Jerry Jones is talking about. Oh, this is the all-in? Well, good for him. I think this will get it done. He likes to be in the middle. Yeah. Uh, all right. And there you have it. That's around the league. Wow. Well done. That was nice. That was really nice. How'd you do with no football this weekend? Uh, I, watched the, I watched a lot of the Pro Bowl stuff. but not, I, uh, I, I watched a few minutes. It was very difficult to watch. I like that Peyton Manning was that pissed off that he lost. He I was that, that upset, huh? Makes me happy. Eli got the win. Competitive, yeah. But he's calling for penalties at the end. I mean, Derek Carr made a couple throws where Peyton was like, "Oh my, what is this guy doing?" Yeah, I don't know. They're trying to reimagine it. Listen, I I appreciate their creativity. I didn't. I and I watched a few minutes of it, and it's fine. I I'll tell you what would terrify me is that one of my star players just tears a knee doing one of these ridiculous things. Right, like that's the risk that you run. But the other thing though too is that people want to see. Like, I think people enjoy watching guys get excited and having a good time because every person thinks that if I was in that spot, I'd be having the time of my life. So they, they're drawn to, you know, guys that are showing you that they're having a great time, but they also want to see the best players. And, like, when – no offense to Tyler Huntley, but, I mean, Tyler Huntley's at the Pro Bowl. Like, I mean, there's – like, they want to see the best. They want to see the league's best at that event. And that was – The, the, the truth the is best. they should not be having a Pro Bowl. And then Tyreek Hill got decleated, which was awesome. What, the one by Jalen Ramsey? <laughs> yeah. That was a big hit, huh? It was a big hit. It was nice having Sauce in there and C.J. Mosley. Like, it was it was whatever, but... Yeah, it's just that the uh, football's not... not a, does not lend itself well to having a, an all-star kind it, of... It doesn't, but why, why do they force it so much? Because it, makes, it still gets good ratings. Watch the rating on it. I know. The ratings will be great. They postponed the, or, or pushed the Knicks game back. Right. You imagine oh. that? No, they, and then they started it, and it was on ESPN News. 
It tipped off on ESPN News. The, the Knicks' national game against the Sixers, a regular season vital game in the NBA, got kicked to ESPN News because the Pro Bowl ran a little bit, little bit long. Right. I mean, what more do you need to know about this league? It's the king. It, it, it really is the king. How'd you do with no legitimate football this weekend? Though? I struggled. Yeah, it was tough. And there was, by the way, and I'm, not to be disrespectful to the Pro Bowl or anything else, yesterday was a rough sports day. Like, there was, uh, noth- there was nothing on. No, not really. Like I was like I was excited for like I spent the whole day getting myself worked up for the Knicks game. I was like, I can't wait for the Knicks game to start. Let's see if they can bounce back. But yeah, I watched a little uh Yukon women's basketball. <laughs> okay. Oh, you would have hated that. Did you watch any of that? No. What why would I have hated the Yukon women's game? Well, Gino lost his mind for a second. He walked right on the court, but Don Staley had the uh, Philadelphia Eagles sweatshirt on coaching oh, the game. Well she coaches what? Uh, South Carolina? Yeah. That's correct. And they're undefeated, aren't they? They're like the juggernaut now of college basketball. She had the Reggie White jersey on, didn't she? she had, all I saw was the front. The front was the Eagles sweatshirt, yeah. <sighs> Ugh. That. You're right. I would I would have hated that. <laughs> I mean, I get Jalen Brunson rooting for the uh, for the Eagles. But here's the thing I will say. Like, they come by it honestly. They're, I mean, she she's from Philadelphia. He, he grew up in Jersey. He went to Villanova. Like, I kind of understand why they root for the Eagles. Yeah, that's fine. I don't like it. No, right. Like, I didn't say you had to, like, I'm sure you have respect for it, but it doesn't mean you like it. No, I don't like it one bit. Right. It's gross. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I think Raymond and I are in a really good spot. Like, we've mended any any issues that we might have had. 
We're getting along famously. We're being kind to each other. Like I, I, Raymond, I don't know if you feel it as well, but Rick, I just I feel like we have gotten past anything that was in our way, and we are we are rolling along right now. Look, it's not a coincidence. Uh, the NFL season's over for both our teams, so I think we're both in a better place. Is that honestly. what you think it is? One hundred percent. I think that's what it is. Oh, they're the biggest threat to the Jets. Yeah, we've got Major League Baseball right around the corner. This is true. We'll, then we'll go at it again. Yeah, but it won't quite be the same. Yeah, it's not the same animosity. No. Who's the baby now? I'm the baby. And also, we're we're in lockstep anti Philadelphia here in the Super Bowl on Sunday. Oh, one hundred percent. Right, and we just we detest the uh, the Eagles. So that's nice. It I is. will say though. I will say this though, Santiago. You're not going to like what I'm about to tell you. Oh no! Is that in the battle of the 2022-2023 NFL season, Dave was victorious against you? In what sense? In yeah, what but... sense? Because he got he finally got he finally got you to a place that you've been trying to stay out of. Oh, I see. Where I, you ma- I made him lose his composure, and you lost your composure. Yep, it did happen. For... At what point did I not say <laughs> that he stunk? For one, for a second there, I got it. Did happen? He got you. I, I got you. Well, listen, if you if you keep you know tearing at the wall, eventually the dam is going to break at some point. And congratulations, you you got there. You got I wear there. like a badge of honor. I think I did a great job. There. I get this reputation on the show as being like just awful. The worst. You are awful. What we, well, nasty. I'm glad you guys are in a better place, though, because it was I was touch and go there for a minute. It really was. It, 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 it's fair to say the friendship, the relationship was almost on life support. It's still Patriots. Bill Belichick. And if all right, shut up. I have to finish these reads. <laughs> Uh, is your check engine light on? Well, don't ignore it. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and let their professional parts people scan your vehicle for free. They will retrieve the codes, discuss possible solutions, and even help you find a professional technician if that kind of thing is needed. For check engine light diagnosis, repair advice, or the right tools and parts, get everything you need from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, let's get back to the calls. One hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to our guy Shooter in Stanford. Shooter, good morning. You're on ninety eight seven. What's up, fellas? What's up, company? Uh, big win for the New York Knickerbockers. Let's go, baby. Uh, but on to Kyrie. The Dallas Mavericks. Their egos are writing checks. Their bodies can't cash. What movie? Their egos are writing checks. Their bodies can't cash. Oh, I've heard know. that. I've heard that so many times. I don't know what the movie is. Too early. This is helping me none. What oh man, you? I can't believe you guys don't know this. I'm not what even is it? Say it? You guys will figure it out. What is it? It's Top Gun. It's Top uh, I'm Gun. not a big Top Gun guy. Well, what do you mean you're not a big uh-huh. Top Gun guy? Just what I said. I'm. I'm not really a big Top Gun guy. That's because you're not a real man. Oh, that's uh, that's why. Uh, it's a manly movie. It's, it's a manly time to movie. bite the tower. It's a great, it's a great manly movie. Rick's right. Playing with the boys. I mean, it's amazing. Hey, Dave, Dave would anyway. be refereeing that game on the beach. Dave can't participate in that game. It's not a great movie, well, and I don't appreciate you going after played, me. Right? You could have blended in. All right, you know what, God, you shooter, talk to Rick. I'm going to bow out here. They would have had, had Greenpeace trying to roll him back no, into no, the I ocean. Dave in the volleyball game. Have you seen Dave jump? Have you seen Dave Jump? Look yeah, at me. I'm a professional athlete. Look at me. You know what I'm able to do? I might get another tattoo just to show you how Dave can jump. He could be the setter. He could be the why setter. would I get it? Why would I get a tattoo? Why would you not? Why? I mean, your y'all arm, your body is littered with tattoos. Why stop there? Keep going. <laughs> so how do I explain that to the tattoo artist? It's like, What's it's this like, it's like a, a, a human billboard is what you are. 
Can I get the tattoo that shows that Dave can't jump? Yeah. Just just put Dave can't jump. (laughs) They made a movie about it. White men can't jump. (laughs) But he could jump. He's a great basketball player, though. Woody Harrelson could not dunk. He could not dunk. He did at the end. Didn't he dunk it at the end? I thought he couldn't dunk. No, he dunked at the end, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. He dunked it All right, shooter, end, shooter for, for God's sakes. Before We've really we gotten sidetracked here. Sorry, can, sorry. Can he lost his girlfriend, on. though. He lost his girlfriend. Okay. Rosie um, Perez. Kyrie's going to go to the Mavericks. <laughs> He's going to blow it up. What is a quince? Like he always does. What? Go ahead. No, he, he, he's trying to show off his knowledge. Go shoot a finish, please. Go ahead. All right. Kyrie's going to go to the Mavs. He's going to blow it up like he always does. Their team's going to fall apart. Hopefully, Luka gets so pissed. He wants out of the Mavericks, and he comes to the Knicks. Let's go, baby! <laughs> that that would be the dream. I, I would think they would cut ties with Kyrie well before they would cut ties with Luka Doncic. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to play out. No idea. I just if he doesn't if he doesn't want to play here because he's not going to get his money. I mean, Dallas is really going to give him a long term extension. I think a long term deal. They have to. I guess, but I mean that's. That's just asking for trouble. Well, I mean, you know how it's going to end, but but if you're Dallas, oh, you're but this really is you know what this is in, in, you know, in between, right? Well, no, you know what this is. I'll tell you exactly what this is. This is one of those ones we talk about this in the NFL all the time. Is that this is Jason Kidd and Nico Harrison thinking that we know Kyrie, Kyrie will respect us and we'll make it work. We'll get the best out of Kyrie. Good luck. That's what this is. Good luck. You, you will but. not be the first, and you probably won't be the last to think you could play this game with Kyrie Irving. Let's go to Anthony in Spring Valley. Hi, Anthony. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, guys. Two quick points, man. Good win for the Knicks last night. Um, but on the Kyrie situation, I think it, it was definitely about the money, but the timing of it made it more of a power play because that was the only time he really had power to control his own destiny was at the trade deadline by pulling it off the way he did because he kind of forced their hand. And I think it's going to hurt the league late, later on down the line because a lot of players are going to start to do the same thing. Knowing not, not, Maybe not the lower-level players, but like the stars and the superstars, they're going to start demanding when you know when timing permits that they can get go and go where they want and get the money they want. That's well, I think it was understanding, guy. Anthony, you know what it was too, was understanding that there wasn't going to be a deal out there that would, would bring anyone back that was close to Kyrie's level. So if he had put them in the you know up to the deadline, if he had put them in a spot where he gave them their best chance to actually win a championship, would they be forced to give him the money that he was looking for? And they said no, and that's when he said, "Okay, I'm leaving." But it, again, and I asked Nick this question specifically: How could you be so unaware of your uh, of the way people think about you I around around the game? Well, not caring, he cares to the fact that that they didn't want to give him the money. He cares about that. Yeah, but as far as everyone else, I mean, as far as, I mean, he already called us pawns. And, you know, the fans, what, what do you call it, roaches? Roaches. Yeah, he he thinks he's better than everybody. Cockroaches. Yeah. Than everybody. And, and he will show you that every single step of the way. So when he pulls one of his antics or one of his acts or, what or are you doing? run out of Dallas, just don't be surprised. Well, he's As going by the whole. I am. He's going by the whole like a, a talent, you know, talent is directly correlates to tolerance and because he's so talented that people will put up with it, but it's getting, I mean, as this thing goes by, it becomes less and less teams that want to deal with it. In in all of sports right now, who who are, who are the most unlikable guys in your mind? Who? Actually, we have a pretty long list. Sklar Thompson came in or whatever his name is. 
No, Sklar's not unlikely. I would say that Kyrie's probably at the top of that He's list. Got, doesn't he have to be? Well, I can't stand Nick Sirianni. Evgeny Malkin, I can't Richard stand. Richard Shisiskensky. I got a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not the right person to ask. Well, what do you got? So, so you got Sirianni, I think a lot of people dislike. Who else you got? I can't stand Evgeny Malkin for some reason. I just, I just want to, I don't like him at all. Drives me crazy. Aaron Rodgers got to be on that list. Not for me. Well, no, but there's not right me. now. You'd be in the minority. Not right now. Here comes the airplane. Not right yeah, now. Russell. But I don't, I don't think Russell's as disliked as, as Kyrie. His teammates don't even like him. At least Kyrie's teammates like him. If we're talking fans, maybe not as much, but it's clear that the players do not care for Russell Wilson. Yeah, players want nothing. It's called the danger, which... Because he's such, he's such a... It sounds so ridiculous. Well, it's because he separated himself from the team is what's happening. Yeah. He's got like his own office. Broncos country, snap. that's right. And he's also like a caricature of, of an NFL quarterback. Yeah, I was watching a video of him the other day where I think... Santa, you've seen that video, right? Where he's he's got his whole family around picking out suits. He's an awkward guy, man. And his voice completely changes, and you're like, that doesn't sound like Russell Wilson. What happened? <laughs> he, he, he's, he's a very strange individual. I think he doesn't know who he is anymore. I think he's lost... Like, complete, well, who is he? I, I don't think he knows. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, think anybody a, knows. I think that's a fair question. Who, Needs to be evaluated. Who are you? <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. A long-term extension with Bo Horvat. Why don't you walk us through that a little bit? I guess they must have known they were going to get this done when they made that deal for him last week. I would, I would, I would venture to guess. Well, I don't think they knew for sure. That was the hope. When, when you gave up what they gave up. They looked at him as a foundational piece. I guess from what I was told, um, Islanders would have been on his short list in free agency. So Lou makes the deal. You bring in, I mean, the Canucks captain. Yep. And a guy who's got, you know, 31 goals will help your power play. And you sign him to eight-year eight year deal, eight and a half a year. Got him and Barzell locked up. They needed to do something. I think those two big, you no, know, those two wins were important before the break kind of get them back 
going a little bit, but still, those two wins, they score, it, was, it was a 2 nothing win and a 2-1 win. Like, this team does not score a lot of goals. They sure don't. Well, he so, should help remedy that a little bit. He's really good on the power play, too. Right, he should. He, I mean, it, and now it, it looks like he'll probably play center and Barzell will play wing. He's a much better He's much better face-off guy than Barzell. I think it frees up Barzell a little bit, too, as far as defensive zone responsibility. But, I mean, uh, up through the middle. I mean, you got Barzell can play center, Horvat, Nelson, Pajot, Zizekas. They got one of the best goalies in the league. But they have to, I mean, Lou did nothing Nothing. And we talked about this. I talked about it. Maybe it wasn't on the air, but I've talked with you a couple times about this. Like, I said to you after the offseason that we had that we didn't do enough, that this team still needs to find someone to play with Barzell. They're still right. going to struggle to score goals. Power play's been awful. And what happens? Power play's still bad, not scoring goals. So he had to do something. Goes with Horvat. I thought they would have been in on Goudreau during the offseason. I thought that would have been a nice fit. And Kadri was a name that was thrown out there, too. Kadri too at the end when they missed out on Goudreau, but hey, it's a good piece. He's got, I mean, he he fits what they're trying to do. Um, it, the team will be excited by this, and we'll see what happens. So right now, Islanders on the outside looking in of the postseason. Uh, right. Pittsburgh has the second wild card spot with fifty-seven points. Islanders have fifty-five. But here's the issue: games. Pittsburgh has three games in hand over the Islanders. That's right. So as we sit here right now, it, what is your realistic expectation? Do they get in or not? Do they get in? Um, I think it depends on a couple things. I think it depends on because Buffalo is coming. Buffalo is a Buffalo is a good team. I'd love to see Buffalo do something in net, especially now that Thatcher Demko apparently is is potentially available. I think he would be a huge upgrade for them. Uh, Pittsburgh's goalie situation when when Tristan Jerry is healthy, they have I think they're a playoff team. When he's not, I don't I don't know. But now the Panthers are in the mix. Panthers have had a disappointing season, but now they're only, I mean, they're a point uh, point behind the Islanders. So it's those, you got Buffalo right now, the right. Islanders, and the Panthers. Right. Fight, fighting to overtake Pittsburgh and or Washington. Right. Because you're assuming the Rangers are going to get in, right? And the Rangers are going to make a move. Right. The Rangers are going to make a move. The Rangers are, are a good team anyway. They're, they're pretty well entrenched as being well past Buffalo and the Islanders right now. So, yeah, that, that's what the Islanders have to do. They, they have to pass either Washington or Pittsburgh and stay ahead of uh of Buffalo and Florida. It's not an easy task, that's for sure. No, like right now they're a point behind Buffalo, and Buffalo has two games in hand. Right. And so, I mean, we got, what, 30 games left? They'll just have 30 games left. But but I guess the nice thing is this is not a rental player where if you don't get in, no. all of a sudden things fall apart. No, no, no. No, this is not. But the, again, I mean, there were plenty of excuses. We made plenty of excuses for the Islanders last season. Right. New building, starting off on the road, COVID, right. all the different things. And this was, okay, let's get back to who we we think this team is and it's been a disappointing 52 games it has been there's no other way to look at it it's not bad i mean this has not been a what you expected from this team it's been a disappointing 52 games you have 30 games to remedy you get in and we'll see what you can do but you're you're right they they have some work to do and at least they at least they they've tried you know at least they've gone all in for this season which i think the fans have to respect i I texted uh (laughs) so i went up to i was up in bristol doing that thing um the point and, and filming that Ovechkin stuff. And right. uh, <laughs> I texted Barzell while I was sitting next to Butcher Grass. I was like, so how is it in Miami? Is it fun? <laughs> knowing, knowing that he didn't get selected for the All-Star team. <laughs> that's, that's not you're nasty. Why would you do that? <laughs> he, was, he was so mad. Re- what a surprise. He was mad at you. I'm trying to get him going. Uh, you're nasty is what you are. 
Try to get his juices you, you motivate bit. by nastiness. Sometimes. Um, all right, so did you see the quotes of what uh, what Brian Cashman had to say? I did. I'm telling you, man, if I was a Yankees fan, I would be livid. So here's here's what he said. Let me read it verbatim, and then we can react off it and get to the calls at 1-800-919-3776. He says, it was funny. I was talking to Omar Minaya, who was just hired uh, by the Yankees, by the way, one of my special assistants. He says, last night we're having a little dinner. I was talking with him and my son, Teddy. We were talking about how the season ended. I was like, where did we, how far did we get? We got knocked out in the first or the second round. Omar was talking to me about it today. He was like, man, you guys aren't uh, in it so much that you can't remember what happened. He said, well, you know, he says to Omar, to be quite honest, uh, we were four games short of a World Series appearance, but it felt like the way our fan base reacted and the press reacted that we got knocked out in the first round. So you can't really remember sometimes reality versus the perception, uh, and the perception was that we just didn't do well. The reality was we had a hell of another run at it but fell short, but that's just the New York market. I cannot believe he said this. I think he is so completely off base. Your goal is to win it. You're in the in the stage where you're looking to win this whole thing, and you got embarrassed at the hands of Houston. What a... Even if that's what you really think, which I think would be ridiculous, how in the world and why in the world would you express it like that? Well, but I mean, how we made a great run at it. I mean, you barely got through Cleveland and then you got swept by Houston. What what kind of run did you make? You you didn't make a run. What kind of run? We became four games short. You you lost all four to Houston. You got embarrassed embarrassed by Houston. They laughed at you. They, they, They probably still laugh at you. You think you were right there? You got swept. If you went game seven, tenth inning, and you were right there with them, okay, you know what, fine, let's have that conversation. You barely, like you mentioned, got by Cleveland, and you got embarrassed at the hands of Houston. Yeah, I don't, if that's, I mean, if he thinks these his team this that close, then maybe that's part of the problem. I mean, rotation is solid, solid rotation. Rotation is very good. Listen, the Yankees are a good team. No one is going to say the Yankees aren't a good team. I'm sorry, they are not in the same ballpark as Houston. But last time I checked, once we get into these postseason games, is it the rotation or is it the bats that become that the talking them? point? Oh, what becomes the talking point? Is it the rotation or is it the bats? The bats fail them every year. Okay, so how much different is this lineup? I went through the other day what, what the lineup from 5 to 9 is going to look like. It's the same thing. Okay. So you barely just got through Cleveland, and you got swept by Houston. And the lineup is, and Josh Donaldson's a year older, I mean, is essentially the same. So you tell me. No Ben Benintendi, he's gone. Did you hear what, what Michael King said on Sirius? I did not hear what Michael King oh, said. You're, you're going to love this. Uh, he was asked about Houston being the Yankees' kryptonite. His response, there's no chance an Astros team can stop us when we're rolling. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? So I guess just keep your fingers crossed that everyone's healthy and you're rolling. And they're not. I, I, right. I guess. But couldn't That's any team say that ever? If we're rolling and the opposition is not rolling, then we're going to have our way? Um, I guess yeah, if one team is not rolling and you're rolling, but I usually would do it like, is my best better than your best? Like That's usually how I would like stack my team up with. Like I'm going to assume your team's at its best and my team's at its best. Which team is better? It's Honestly, it's embarrassing. The fact that Ka- you, th- you think Cashman doesn't see it or, or is this something he knew would get out there and, and he's playing with everybody? I don't know, man, because he's a real smart, calculated guy. I got a ton right. of respect for him, but I think like it's one of his, it's one of his fatal flaws. I think, in just in general, 
is like he always he always feels the need, and it could be a player. In in this case, it's you know where the team is at here, you know as far as their chances are to win a World Series. But he always is so. What's the word? Like when he tries to like when he tries to explain to you like the Aaron Hicks thing. What is the right. word I'm looking for? He sticks with the prospect too long. Uh, the, the thing I I don't think this is what you're trying to say, but like almost feels like he's smarter than everybody else. Well, I think he feels that way, but it, I, not that he's defending it. But, but it's he like won't, he takes he won't relent when he's wrong, right? Like he takes a position and he's yeah. gonna prove like he's, he's stubborn. Stubborn. That's the word. That's the word. Stubborn's the word. Stubborn. There you have it. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.